Hey gang, this is Lisa Peck, and welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck podcast. I am so excited about helping you learn how to be more relationally attuned. In a world filled with struggles and conflict and tension, I hope to make relational health fun and easy. Not all of us need therapy, not all of us can afford therapy, but I believe all of us can grow more wise and insightful and engaging in the connections we have with ourselves, with others, and with our God. I'm convinced that all of us can learn the art of calm, of awareness, and of investing relationally. Through my podcast, I hope to give you an opportunity to listen and maybe even practice with your own people. And in so doing, together, we get to help usher in a relational revival. Welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck. Well, we've made it. This is the end of a delightful conversation I had with Tara Sampler, licensed professional counselor at Center for Relational Care in Atlanta, Georgia, and mother of six children. We packed a lot into these podcasts, that's for sure, like ways to set your family up for success around lots of stimulation and people and sugar, or how to identify and help your kids get regulated if the aforementioned sends them over the top. Today, we're going to conclude this series with all things fun. We've been at it pretty hard with the heavy stuff. So now we're going to lighten up the conversation just a bit with the talk of the sampler family traditions. And be sure to listen all the way to the end of this interview where Tara shares some interesting information about her resourceful husband and his coffee roasting skills. Well, I know we've talked a lot about emotionally charged circumstances, but let's just end on a, what do you like most about the holidays with your family? Yeah, so we have some really fun traditions that we have been able to create with our family. One of them is when we put our Christmas tree up and I I don't have a, I'm not one of those people that have a set day that we do our tree. It's just kind of like whenever I have time because again, I have six kids. Right. <laughs> and again, when, when everyone is in a decent mood, <laughs> you never know. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect because it's kind of hard for everyone to be chipper all at the same time when you have eight people. Right. So, um, so, but when everybody's in a decent mood, we decide, Hey, let's put our tree up and our kids get a new ornament each year. Mm. And, uh, kind of based on just, uh, something fun that they did that year or, um, something that they're really into, uh, our, our almost three-year-old is super into Peppa Pig this year. So he's getting a Peppa Pig ornament this year. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So when we set the tree up, uh, they get to open their brand new ornament and then they get to place all of their ornaments from years past. They get to place it on the tree mm. and my kids get to decorate the tree. And it's really, uh, it's one of those, again, I kind of let go of my expectations of what I want my, even my tree to look like right. and just decide that they need to have some input in that too, that they would feel really good if I allowed them to do that. So that's one of their favorite things to do is getting to decorate the tree. 
it looks a little lopsided sometimes with all the ornaments <laughs> in one place, but that's okay. They love it and they're proud of it. And then another thing we do is they, they each get a new pair of pajamas every year. And these are just some really low key things that we have learned. Okay. Our family can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, you know, we just had to scale back and not expect so much from such tiny people you know if we get a nice picture that's great but I've got one kid if he's not feeling a picture he's gonna be a face on the ground like you're not gonna get it it's It's gonna be yes it's gonna be (laughs) world war three and then no one is left feeling like they have Christmas spirit (laughs) (laughs) and and so just I've just had to learn that you just we don't force it my kids love to cook with me. And so we try to do some baking and stuff like that during the holidays Mm -hmm. too. But again, I defer to what they're needing. If it's not a good day, we just say, Hey, this doesn't have to be done today. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've got more time. And if our holiday baking, if our Christmas baking happens on, on December 26th, that is okay. It'll that still is eat. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. It'll yes. still eat. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. There are two more things that I want to talk about. And so we're going to have to okay. definitely have to make this two, maybe three podcasts, Tara. This has okay. been so delightful. Okay. So. It's been a lot of fun. It's been great and so informative. And I don't want my listeners to miss out on it. Being, being a mom is hard work. Yeah. It's really... Yeah painfully expensive and inconvenient and yet they're mm-hmm. so worth it so what do you do in the midst of you have to stay regulated they're kind of feeding off of your calm mm-hmm. and your regulation and you're advocating for them and setting boundaries and discerning what's appropriate for their mm-hmm. ages and their limitations how do you get ministered to for those of us that are friends and family of of loved ones who have bigger families or special families. What do you need? How do you and Jason take care of yourself through this season? Sure. So one thing, you know, we, we do try to still uh, have time away together, even during the holiday season Mm -hmm. that that's really important. If we, because like, I tell my clients, if you're in an airplane and the oxygen mask comes down, you have to put yours on first before you can put the mask on your kid. And as parents, that seems so counterintuitive to everything that we know, like to our instincts. We're like, of course we wouldn't do that. But it really is so important. And I have found that I am a better mom. I am a more peaceful, calm, um, less yelly. That's not a word, but I just made it a word. I like less the word. yelly. I identify mom with it. <laughs> then when, when I am able to recharge and, and get time with my husband and, you know, it might not be a three hour date night. Um, but if we can just go grab some dinner, uh, you know, things like that, just go for a walk, even, um, those kind of things, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just, man, sometimes I just need to take a minute away from 
the trauma and chaos that yeah. that's lives inside my home. So we try to still do that. And um, also I, I'm a runner. I try to make sure that I'm still running, that I'm getting uh, some exercise in. Um, and then I don't know if um, you or your listeners are into essential oils, but one of yes. my... <laughs> But one of my uh, favorites during the holiday season is one called Christmas Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Young Living puts it out, and I try to diffuse that. It just—I don't know. It it just it changes the atmosphere. Doesn't feel <laughs> calm and happy and cheerful. Just mm-hmm. just cheerful. And then another thing. Um, just practicing gratitude yes. um, mm-hmm. and it's so easy when you are parenting kids from hard places and parenting little kids mm-hmm. it's so easy to get caught up in it's going to be like the forever it's mm-hmm. this is never ending this is my 19th diaper change today <laughs> you, um, things like that and and no one notices no one sees everything Mm -hmm. I do everything I sacrifice and it's so easy to go down that path of bitterness really as what it is and so I try really hard to practice gratitude and just Mm -hmm. recognizing what is um, one thing a day even that I am grateful for Mm -hmm. that I can um, that I can see in my kids, I'm grateful for this. And, mm-hmm. and calling that out to my kids too is important mm-hmm. for me so that they know that I see that too. But I also hear that those that are outside your family system, it would mean a lot. And, I, and you're not the only one that I've heard this. Just notice. Notice and acknowledge the hard. Yeah, It's great yeah. to get a Starbucks card and have somebody say here's starbucks you go sit and read for an hour i'm going to be with your kids yes not every friend or family member do you feel safe leaving your kids with not because they're not responsible but if they don't understand dysregulation and how to help get a kid a little more grounded that's not that's not safe really for anybody or healthy but to give you the gift card or (laughs) to come over and just you know help you do laundry or some of the practice things, but even just noticing and acknowledging it for you sounds like that would go a long way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody wants to be seen. Mm -hmm. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's really important. And, and even, um, man, we have been blessed with some great people in our community. We, we do not live near any family members, um, Mm -hmm. both Jason's family and my own family. They don't live near us. And, Mm -hmm. Um, we have never lived near family members. That's just kind of been our our life. Um, but we have been really blessed with uh, some really great people in our church community and um, just neighbors too. Mm. I don't ever mind questions. Mm-hmm. So my friends that say, what does this kid need when they're doing this? Uh, just means so much to me because then I am able to share with them and then I am able to trust them mm-hmm. and, and, and know that they would be able to care for them in that situation. So mm-hmm. even just asking, 
hey, when I see this in him mm-hmm. or her, what do I do? What mm-hmm. What's the best way to handle that? Again, that allows me and parents like me to know that, okay, you really see that this is hard mm-hmm. uh, and, and you're you're choosing to care for that instead of just walking away, which I sometimes I wouldn't blame you if you did. Well, but, and sometimes it is better for people to walk away, but it sounds like yeah. the intentional step of honor is what's really meaningful. And all of us can do that. We can continue to grow in our awareness and in our gratitude and our curiosity. Yeah. Speaking of curious, so I understand you told my man about coffee roasting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So could you, in 30 <laughs> seconds or less, can you kind of give us a brief? Now, Carl said something about 15, 15, 15. Could you just describe that for yes. us? So Jason is the coffee roaster in this relationship. Um, he spoils me. He makes my coffee for me every morning. Awesome. Um, when we lived in New York, he would be outside in below zero temperatures roasting coffee beans for me. So <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> I know. I know. He's pretty great. Um, so he's the coffee roaster, but it started because, um, you know, Jason is also very frugal, likes to save money. And so he found out that he could roast beans by using one of those old popcorn poppers. Um, (laughs) the air poppers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so buying the green coffee beans is cheaper than, uh, buying your roasted beans in the store. And so that's kind of how it started. And the coffee is just really better too. So the rule of thumb, I might get this wrong, is um, green coffee bean lasts for 15 months. um, And then once they are roasted, uh, they last for 15 days. Okay. And then once they are ground... They last for 15 minutes. Nice. Yeah, Carl couldn't remember the 15, 15, 15. So, yeah, yeah. I'm on the lookout for an air popper. That is amazing. That is so fun. And we love being creative and resourceful. And some would call it cheap, but I like the term frugal. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Exactly right. (laughs) Tara, you are such a delight. And I love the wisdom that you have shared with me and with our listeners. I'm really hoping to have you come back and talk some more about families and relationships and communication. You just It's just been so fun having a conversation with you. Uh, thank you, Lisa. It really has been fun. Good. I, I always enjoy our time. Wonderful. All right, girl. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I must say, I'm so excited about the next podcast I plan to do with Tara. Leave me your thoughts and suggestions because this was so much fun. I hope it was also helpful. Whether you have a family of tiny humans or not, knowing your kids, setting healthy boundaries, remaining curious, these are all skills that are applicable for everyone. We picked up our conversation with my curiosity about how she and Jason enjoyed this season how to balance the difficult stuff with some fun. She shared of their tradition to set up the Christmas tree 
though I love that she didn't stick to a mandatory time or day. She reads the cues from her family to discern that. Each year, each child gets a new ornament, one that speaks to something special for the child for that year. They all get to put their new ornament on the tree and any subsequent ornaments from the previous years. I love this idea. It's important to remember, to reflect on how we've grown from year to year. This is a beautiful invitation to be nostalgic as a family. This can help communicate how uniquely each person fits in the family, yet also how we remain separate. I think it also demonstrates a special aspect of being known. Tara also shared that everybody gets new pajamas. They sometimes take family Christmas photos, though again, she doesn't force this. She celebrates if they all get in the photo, not worrying about whether or not their best Christmas face is on. There's a statement I learned a long time ago, live and let live. It means we get to make our own choices without forcing another to value or believe or do what I think they should. It communicates acceptance, and sometimes it's hard. Sounds like this slogan might get some practice around the Sampler family Christmas picture time. She discussed her family enjoys cooking and how sometimes they bake Christmas goodies together. She reported they don't stick to the calendar to determine the family bake day. They exercise some flexibility. If they don't bake the treats until the 26th, that's fine. The most important part of the activity isn't the date, but that they are doing it. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Tara also mentioned three ideas for ways she tries to be intentional to maintain her sense of calm given the stress of the season. First, she and Jason have some time alone apart from the kiddos. It doesn't have to be a several-day getaway or cost lots of money. Maybe it's just a couple of kid-free hours to reconnect. Sometimes it might only be a walk, just something to help them stay grounded. And I want to emphasize that we have to be intentional. Those times rarely just happen. Like with other events around the holidays, we have to plan ahead. Given the number of people under their roof, I think it's just plain wisdom for them to prioritize time alone for themselves as a couple. The second suggestion she made was running. She gets outside and gets some exercise. Some of us don't run, but increasing physical movement into our daily lives, especially during times of stress, is incredibly helpful. The last idea Tara mentioned that she finds helpful is diffusing essential oils. She adds a few drops of Young Living's Christmas spirit and the room is filled with smells that bring joy. For some of us, we may need lavender to help us relax. It doesn't matter which oil or distributor. What does matter is experiencing something pleasant through our sense of smell. It might be just the thing to help us breathe into the season with more patience and love. Obviously, I loved getting the chance to talk with my friend, but I'm also grateful for the opportunity to learn ways to help manage these Christmas crazies, and we've all got them. In fact, since Christmas is upon us, let's think through some ways we can be intentional to make this season as bright in our hearts and our homes as it is on those Hallmark movies. Maybe we can connect with our partner 
or meaningful adults this week. Maybe instead of saying yes to every request from our tiny humans, we could invite our spouse, partner, or a friend to join us for a couple of hours, kid-free, doing an activity that involves moving our bodies. Possibly this week, we could loosen our grip on time and grow a little more flexible about baking treats or opening presents, opting instead for a more relaxed pace. Let's take the pressure off. Or I've got it. Let's try staying in bed 20 minutes longer than we should, just to reflect on the things for which we feel grateful while diffusing something wonderful. Now granted, with little people, this suggestion could be a stretch and probably not best suited for present opening day. Above all, I pray we can practice a little more compassion, a little more patience, and a little more kindness with ourselves and with others this holiday. I want to thank all of you who have taken the time to listen in. I love your feedback, and I can't wait for all that we have in store for you in 2019. Let me close with the words of Paul Young, author of The Shack. Every human being is holy ground, if we have the eyes to see it. So keep your eyes open to see it this season, gang. Until next time.